today is it's time to check in live on the telephone with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. This is one of my favorite weeks of the year, especially during this first part of the 21st century, when I've been spending more time inside a classroom than outdoors at a construction site. I look forward to the temporarily abbreviated teaching schedule. Some of my classes will only meet on Monday this week, and the others only on Tuesday. Not so many years back, Wednesday of this week was also still technically part of the academic picture, even though an ever-increasing number of students were not showing up to classes the day before Thanksgiving. Those die-hard professors who insisted on holding class anyway would resort to giving quizzes on that Wednesday, quizzes that couldn't be made up later or taken beforehand. But most college administrators around the country eventually caved in realizing that if their students were determined to extend their Thanksgiving break, the easiest thing would probably be to just let them do it. That mentality, unfortunately, has permeated not only the workings of college administrations, but also the attitudes of many parents the past decade or two, with results that many folks feel are setting undesirable trends. More than a few of my students will be turning Thanksgiving break into a preliminary mini-Christmas vacation by taking today and tomorrow off as well. Even my best laid plans of giving quizzes today in several classes and having papers due tomorrow in another class are of no matter to some students. Last week on Thursday, a student who is already failing the course came to me and announced that he would not be in class on Tuesday because he had some plans. I replied that yes, indeed he had, way back in September when he had accepted the terms of the course syllabus, which contained a schedule of when and where the class would meet for the duration of the semester. Tuesday being one of those inclusive dates. Instantly, the student became angry, throwing a tantrum, knocking his notebook computer about and stomping around. I asked him whether we needed to go have a little chat with the academic dean, and the student stormed out of the room. Yesterday, I witnessed a related incident in the locker room of the Old Town YMCA. A 30-something father and his two young sons, one about seven and the other about five, had finished their showers after swimming and were getting dressed. When the young boys were close to finished, he told them he'd be right outside in the hallway, and they were to join him there to put on their shoes. The older boys soon followed. But the younger boy lingered in the locker room, playing with his socks and whining, Dad, come help me get these on. When Dad didn't respond, the young boy changed his tone to a demand, punctuated with false crying, the sort caricatured in cartoons when the baby goes, Wah! Finally, Dad relented, and I saw him walk in, calmly but embarrassed, not looking at anyone else in the locker room, and proceed to put the youngest boy's socks on and then carry him out into the hallway. Yesterday, 391 years ago, the first child of English parents was born in New England aboard the Mayflower, moored in Massachusetts Bay. The child's name was Peregrine White, his first name obviously chosen for his wanderings. Yesterday, 52 years ago, the United Nations issued its Declaration of Rights of the Child. Like many of us, Thanksgiving makes me think of Christmas, and Christmas makes me think of children. I think of my own children and the Thanksgivings and the Christmases we've shared during times of good fortune and during times of misfortune. I think of my grandchildren and wonder what their world will be like when they are my age. And I think of the ability to be thankful at Thanksgiving and whether collectively our children and grandchildren are losing that ability, and how it is perhaps one of our number one tasks to help them develop that ability to be thankful. From Ordo, Maine, have a great Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm.
goodbye mama and goodbye to you too little sister you'll have to wait a while to come along goodbye to this house and all its memories we just got too old to say we're wrong Got to make one last trip to my bedroom I guess I'll have to leave some stuff behind It's funny how the same old crooked pictures Just don't seem the same